Why are we so afraid to hurt other people's feelings or to make them feel bad? Which, by the way, is our opinion about what kind of response somebody will have to something we say or do, which isn't always true. Here's the truth. When we understand that the amount of value we give to somebody else's reaction to what we do becomes the choice point for what we do, we can stop worrying so much about how other people feel about our choices and start focusing on what's best for us. That's the topic of this week's podcast. How can I avoid hurting someone's feelings? Welcome to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host, and I want to show you how to create your rich, happy, and successful life. Since 2004, I've been teaching soul-congruent, mind-expanding, wholeness living to a global audience. I'm known as the world's most accurate intuitive, the iconic energy savant, a best-selling author of eight books, the expert on energy boundaries, alignment, integration, and intention. And I'm the founder of the Becoming 360 Method of Transformation. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and energize you to embrace your full potential, upsource your possibilities, revive your life, and shine your light brightly. Thank you for joining me on this week's High Vibes Living Podcast. And I hope you'll learn something that tunes you into your high vibes and motivates, energizes, and inspires you and shines some light on your journey. Let's get started. I always think of B.B. King's signature song, The Thrill is Gone, when I hear about relationship breakups. Because while we have to go through the process of ending, it actually ended long before that, when the thrill was gone, when we no longer felt the same way about someone, when we realized that something had changed and we were just no longer on the same path. If we ever were. More on that in just a minute. Some time ago, a friend who was facing a relationship dilemma called me and asked me for my advice. She was romantically involved with a man who was in love with her, but she didn't love him back. She didn't know what to do because although she tried to honor his feelings, she simply didn't feel the same way about him. And she felt guilty because he was so nice and tried so hard to show her how much he loved her and wanted the relationship. But she felt smothered and, in her words, too loved. It just wasn't the right kind of relationship for her. The thrill had gone for her, but not for him. And she felt responsible for his feelings and guilty because she couldn't reciprocate. But she also didn't want to continue with the relationship that had little to no value for her. What should she do? She asked me. Well, at the beginning of the relationship, they were on the same path and then they weren't. You know how it is when you meet someone, it's great while you're in that blind phase of first love, but then reality sets in and you start looking at someone in a different way. And this isn't isolated to new connections. This is happening with every connection. Well, when the connection point is shifted because someone or something changes, we have to set a new level of connection or we have to end the relationship. And by the way, this isn't about forgiveness or tolerance or trying to be nice to people. 
this is about literally the energy in a relationship shifting. Let me give you an example. One of my priorities in relationship is telling the truth. I detest being lied to. I'm also, because I'm very intuitive, I also know when someone's lying to me. If somebody lies to me anyway, knowing that this is an absolute non-negotiable for me in relationship, when they lie to me and I find out about the lie, something has shifted. I realize they don't respect me as much or they don't respect the relationship or they don't take my priorities seriously. So suddenly the connection point has changed. I don't feel the same way about that person anymore. There's been a, a break. There's been an upset. There's something now is out of kilter. The energy is not flowing anymore. The thrill is gone. And this explains this shifting connection. It doesn't have to be that somebody, someone did something to you or did something to upset you. It can just be you look at someone one day and you realize, wow, this is really not what I want. Or you look at anything. You look at your house and decide, hey, I don't want to live here anymore. Or you look at yourself in the mirror and decide, hey, it's time for a change. I need to do something different. This isn't just about relationships, but I'm using relationships as an example because it's such a great example of this. And it's one that everyone can relate to. So how do we end things in a nice and respectful way? How do we avoid hurting someone's feelings or making them feel bad? That becomes the focus of our decision instead of what is right and best for us. While it's nice to be nice, it's not a good idea to base our choices on how someone might react to them or feel about them, which is something we don't know and we can't know. Are we responsible for others' feelings? Well, and by the way, this does not include people who are deliberately mean, deliberately critical, who take every opportunity to say something unkind to someone. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about casual day-to-day -day interactions where you say something and someone's feelings get hurt because they just happen to be touchy about that particular topic. Or you end a relationship because it's just not the right thing for you. Are we responsible for others' feelings? Is it true that because someone feels one way about us that we need to try and match their feelings even if we don't share them? Is this a test of our ability to love or is it a test of our ability to honor our own feelings? Knowing the difference can be difficult and if we let this person go or we let this situation go or this will we have a chance for another one isn't that what we think don't we go along those lines well what if i do this and what if i say that and what if this is the only one and what if i never have another relationship okay i'll just live with whatever because i don't want that particular consequence there's no real easy or single answer to these questions but the simple answer is that we have to honor our energy and not someone else's Again, this doesn't apply to people who are deliberately mean and, and unkind to other people. We are not responsible for what others feel and certainly cannot have an obligation to make life choices based on how they feel about us. But we do, don't we? We monitor others' feelings before we make certain choices because we don't want to hurt their feelings. Or are we just projecting our own hurt potential on them and showing them what a considerate person we are because we're not hurting their feelings in a way that their feelings can't be hurt. 
So we twist ourselves in knots trying to avoid doing something without actually asking the person if what we are considering will be a problem for them, which by the way, we also don't need to do. Or, and here's another reason, we don't want them to hate us, to see us in a negative way, to talk about us behind our back, to refer to us as that mean person. The problem is we're lacking in the self-esteem department and we want everyone to like, value, and approve of us. We want acknowledgement and validity. Someone's opinion becomes the benchmark for our self-worth. We want to be seen as the nice person. And from that perspective, we don't want to do anything that may appear mean or inconsiderate. But that definition is different for everyone. What one person may see as good manners, someone else may think is rude. And when we are faced with a situation where we have to act in our own interest or do something we believe will hurt someone else's feelings, like my friend and her relationship, we're paralyzed with fear. We don't want to hurt them, and yet that's not something we can control. Maybe they will have hurt feelings and be angry. Maybe they will think that we're mean and inconsiderate. But, as you've heard me say many times, we can't do anything about what other people think. But what is really upset is their projections for the future of the relationship, which we also call expectations, which have come to a sudden and unexpected end. A little side note here, You've heard me talk on my Enlightening Life live broadcast about expectations and I do my rubber band example with you. Sometimes we get so wrapped up in our expectations and the projected future that we create from them, we forget to ask whether the energy of the other person is aligned with that future. It's like going on a road trip with someone, stopping for gas, and forgetting them at the gas station because we're so excited to continue with the journey. That is, until something happens that changes our mind or we wake up one day to find that we don't know who we are anymore because we're so attuned to others' needs and haven't taken care of our own that we don't know what they are anymore. Sometimes it takes a wake-up call to get us to the point where we stop trying to be nice and start thinking about our own choices. This is what happened to one of my clients a couple of years ago, a client who called me. I hadn't heard from him in a while and he told me he'd been in the hospital. He'd been extremely ill and had very nearly died. And he told me he had an epiphany when he was in the hospital. He was lying in his bed. He'd been there for almost three months, staring at the ceiling, just wishing he could leave his body because he was in so much pain. Suddenly he heard a voice quietly ask him, whether he wanted to live or to die. He said, do I have a choice? And the voice said, yes, you do. And there's no judgment about your choice. So he thought about it for a few minutes and considered the pros and cons of staying or leaving. He thought about his illness, the pain and his unlikely recovery. That was definitely a choice to leave. Then he thought about his wife, his children, his friends and his family. He remembered the vacation trip that was planned for later in the year, a few unfinished projects that he'd wanted to get done, the book he wanted to write, the life he had yet to live. So he decided to stay and miraculously, his health improved enough for him to recover and go home in a few short weeks. 
Hearing that voice changed him. He started taking better care of himself, stopped over committing and overcompensating with people. Everyone had known him as Mr. Nice Guy because he could always be counted on in any situation. So he started saying no and turning down offers to help others. People said his hospital stay had changed his personality and it had because he realized that he had to put himself first to take care of his needs and his health. And that meant having good energy boundaries. He learned who his true friends were and who was in his life just because he was always available to them. And he learned to stop worrying about hurting other people's feelings. The trick here is to not let what others say bother you. Remember what I always say? You have no control over what other people think, say, or do. None. N-O-N-E. None. What you can control is how you react to their comments and stop anticipating rejection before it happens. And if it does happen, it's out of your control. You have no power over what other people think, say, or do. But when you make your choices based on what you anticipate their response is going to be, now you're creating another problem for yourself. You're basing your choices on an expectation, not a reality. And you're making choices on behalf of somebody else and their interests instead of yours. Probably my best example of not caring about what other people think, say, or do, or having a great answer for a difficult or, or challenging question or response comes from Dolly Parton. My favorite Dolly Parton interview is from around 1976. She was just beginning to make a name for herself in the country music scene with her big blonde hair and her flashy clothes. So she was doing this live interview on TV and the interviewer asked her a rather rude question. He said, was she afraid that people would think she was a dumb blonde because of her looks? Typical Dolly Parton didn't miss a beat. In her trademark folksy way, she said, well, no, that won't be a problem because I know I ain't dumb and I know I ain't blonde. Gore one for Dolly Parton. I laugh every time I think about that. What a reply and what a moment to stand up for yourself. But here's the bigger issue. What's at stake here is our energetic sovereignty, our peace of mind and heart, and our energetic freedom. If we are always worried about how others will react, we'll never have free movement and expansion in our lives. Along with that, if we are constantly projecting our own hurt onto others and showing ourselves how someone can be considerate and thoughtful, we're not doing ourselves any favors either. But here's the problem and the answer to your concerns. Someone will not like what you do, no matter what it is. You'll never have everyone 100% on board with your plans, unless you're doing something that benefits them and fulfills their agenda. Knowing that and knowing that how people choose to react or respond to you and what you do is out of your control and influence should make it easy for you to start turning your energy more inward. Start thinking about how choices benefit you, what you want, what's right and best for you. And I understand while it's difficult to give up a relationship, especially if it means we'll be alone and we don't want that, the fact that we can honor our feelings makes it possible 
for us to have a relationship where the level of emotion is equal and the feelings are reciprocated. We have to be willing to take a chance on ourselves and set good energy boundaries and set the standard for what we want and say no to the things that just don't meet that standard or that we know just aren't right for us. When something has run out of energy road, you can't use yourself as a bridge to close the energy gap. The universe can and often does present us with situations where we must learn to be true and honest with ourselves. This is not easy to do when it means that being honest may be a possible source of pain for someone else, but it's necessary if we are to honor ourselves. And if someone chooses to be in pain and suffer because of our choices and decisions, that's something that we're not responsible for and we cannot take responsibility for it. Again, this does not apply to people who are just mean-spirited and mean-natured and just say mean things to other people because that makes them feel good. Even if someone's feelings get hurt, you did not hurt their feelings. And I think it's important to stop using that phrase, I hurt their feelings. No, you didn't. You said or did something. They chose to have their feelings hurt as a response. That's the real way of looking at this. They chose to look at it and to respond to it in a certain way. When the universe gives you a test, it's really to make sure that your priorities are in order. You're taking care of your energy. You're managing your energy boundaries and you're doing what's right and best for you. Too often we say yes when we mean no simply because we don't want to hurt someone's feelings or we don't want to speak the truth or we don't want someone to feel bad but what about us? How many of you are overcommitted because you've said yes so many times because you didn't want to hurt someone and say no that you don't even have any time for yourself? I remember years ago when that would happen to me and I finally had to start saying no because the more you say yes, the more you get asked. Why is that? Well, because people like children quickly learn who the person that they can go to that will always say yes and that's where they start and then that's where they stop as you are contemplating your choices and there's a lot of choice energy around right now there's a lot of different things you want to do choices you want to make maybe things you want to change or transformations you want to undergo your first line of decision can't be what other people are going to think about it or how they will feel or whether it hurts someone's feelings your first line of questioning has to be is how is it going to impact you? What's the benefit to you? And then what do you do next? Make yourself a priority. Manage your energy boundaries. Pay attention to your own self-esteem. And remember, you're not responsible for how other people choose to react or respond to what you do. And you have no control over what anybody thinks, says, or does. Choose wisely, choose well, and choose for yourself. And don't worry about hurting other people's feelings. That's their responsibility. What they choose to do in response to whatever choices you're making in your life is their choice. It's their responsibility and it's their action. And you need to act accordingly. Manage your own energy. Be happy. Be fulfilled in your life. And stay in your own energy lane.
Thanks so much for tuning in to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and that it has inspired, motivated, and energized you to take a few steps towards your rich, happy, and successful life. If you need more inspiration for your life path, check out my eight best-selling books on Amazon or look at a transformational intuitive session, coaching, or program on my website, enlighteninglife.com. Be sure to sign up for my newsletter and join my over 5 million weekly blog readers. Please subscribe to the High Vibes Living Podcast. Give it a like and a review. Your acknowledgement helps others find us and get the information and inspiration they need to turn their pain into joy and their fear into confidence. Your Becoming 360 transformation into congruence and divine harmony is a step away, as is your rich, happy, and successful life. Join us each week for a new episode, and I look forward to our next time together.